Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Good times never seem so good. I've been inclined. Ba, ba, ba. To believe they never would. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about and in the order we talk about them. I'm your host, Simon Peltier. He's literally the only person hosting this week. It's just going to be him. Is that just okay? me. Aren't you excited for that, I'm guys, just, with me around the table? I'm just Simon's super ego. I'm going to be talking about why Simon is bad at being part of society and how he should change to conform to its whims. And Over I here. am Simon's Superman. I'm going to do bad in a movie with Batsman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, welcome back, Simon. Thanks. This podcast is going to be about you because you're you're the new guy. So, would you like to tell us what you do for a living? Um. Well, I don't do a whole lot, mostly because I I, I inherited a lot of money from my parents. Uh, they died when I was about eleven, and I was uh, coming out of the opera. Okay. Uh, we what, went. To what see, opera was it? Uh, Don Giovanni. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, that, and I inherited their company too, and I make a lot of money. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, Simon Superman, how did you become the person you are today? Uh, well, I have a promising career as a journalist. Um, and then <laughs> I, I came here, um, I guess my dad kind of kicked me out and sent me to this place. Um, you're worthless. Yeah. And so, uh, I, you know, I do things here now instead of, um, back home. That's interesting. So would you say that you're planning to murder the entire human race? Probably, yeah. 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 Um, not intentionally, but I'm just very reckless when I fight. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, I think that's a bad idea. We have to blow off some steam once in a while. Yeah, yeah, but like, maybe do it in space. Maybe like find some asteroid to blow up. I could blow up an asteroid. That, that could work fun. too. And then I've like, always like real talk. I've always been like the, I'm dropping the bit that we were just doing, and I'm giving you guys a new thing to talk about. Right. Here. Okay. When I was a young warthog, I always th- when I was a small <laughs> boy, when I was a little tiny child, a tiny crouton of a person. When I was just a speck of dust in my mom's <laughs> eye. Uh, <laughs> that does describe you and your mom pretty well. <laughs> uh, when I was just a twinkle in my my estranged father's eye, I. Uh, I I always believed that it would make a lot of sense for us to blow up the moon, and I'm still of that opinion. Blow up the moon. Blow up the moon. <clears throat> for to is... what to what end? Okay, so here's the thing: moons affect our tides, right? Right. Yeah. Well, maybe we just don't want them to affect our tides anymore. But well, some we, tides we would are have useful. no tides if the water would just stay in one place. Yes, it'd be so much more predictable. No one would die at Peggy's Cove, probably. That's not true. It's but... the wind that does that, not the. T- it's the wind and the currents that does that, not the tide. What? Right. What's Peggy's Cove? Peggy's Cove is this place in uh, Nova Scotia. It's this little like peninsula, oh. and there's all these rocks, and people like to go jumping and walking on the rocks. But the thing is that like there's big, 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 big waves. They go on the rocks, and the rocks become slippy, and then people fall and crack their heads or yeah. drown. What What you're thinking of is the uh, the flower pot rock formations at Hopewell. No, I'm, I'm pretty on sure on the I'm of, of Peggy's Cove. No, he's also thinking of Peggy's Cove. I'm sure that the flower box rock formations <laughs> it's the flower box rock uh, <laughs> did you ever did you ever get to go to that pizza parlor back when it had the flower box rock formation before it became Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> no I did not I have to say I have no idea what you're talking about no, you know those animatronic uh, animatronic flowers that you sometimes see what? yeah yeah no they had a whole band of those it was called the the flower box rock patrol okay that's pretty cool oh yeah i don't think blowing up the moon would help you have to actually remove the moon if you mm-hmm. blow it up you just got a cloud of moon rocks and they still have the same gravity so oh. they'll Damn. have the same amount of tiding going on yeah but then we won't have to look at a stupid moon am i right it'll like well, reform it'll just be like glowing red hot the yeah. movie uh oblivion starring tom cruise uh is set in a future where a war destroyed part of the moon. And it, it's actually really cool where, like, the moon is, like, split, and it's sort of, like, you got a bunch of, like, big old rocks trailing behind it as it orbits around. Um, I see. It's pretty cool. It looks, I mean, it's a, it's not a great movie, but it's a pretty cool-looking uh, pretty cool looking shot. In the movie, one of the worst episodes of Doctor Who, the moon turns out to be an egg. I mean, that's a that's not new. I mean, that's it's not a... It's not a new concept. But it's also not a good episode. Just throwing that out there. Wait, is there someone yeah. who thinks that the moon is an egg? Uh, for a long time, I mean, like a lot of sort of um, 
like Native American tribes did, and it's it's in a lot of like old folklore huh. that the moon was an egg, and I, that perhaps there were there used to be a lot of other uh, moons that well, there were eggs that turned into monsters that or gods that moved elsewhere <laughs> that turned into rock bands that went and played at Chuck E. Cheese. Also that, yeah, wow, well, yeah, yes, and yes, uh, they would perform at the Chuck E. Cheese before. Uh, it became Chuck E. Cheese back when it was called the Flower Rock Shop. Yes, yeah. and Chuck E. Cheese is in fact uh, the temple for those gods where children go and donate their uh, joy and also tears uh, and also seizures. Yes, and the tears are what is used to water the robot flowers in their soil so that they can grow into beautiful, powerful monsters. Yes, and one day those flowers will uproot themselves and take over the world uh, using all of the small children that they've been uh, mind controlling through the salt from the tears and the pepperoni on the pizza. Yes, and the pepperoni is actually made out of children as well. Uh, So it's kind of a self-propagating cycle. Yes, and I... Is this a game? This is a bit, yeah. Uh, I wish I Guys, we were doing improv. That's the first one. Yay! Wow. To go back to the whole Batman Superman thing, I think the mm. irony is that I look a bit more like Clark Kent than you do. I That's probably true. Like Clark Kent. true. And but I don't I've have got... a father, which is a lot more like Batman than your situation. Well, I mean, no one knows what Batman looks like, right? He could look like anybody. Oh, my Simon's situation. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, in the, that, in that but you also have two like, parents, and I have one, so I'm halfway to being Batman. Well, I mean, Clark Kent also has no parents. Clark Kent has zero parents. He has adopted parents on Earth. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's fair. Although one of them, his dad dies. So, oh, spoilers. Or his adoptive Jeez. dad dies. Doesn't it depend on the universe you're in? Oh, oh yeah, depends I suppose on that's the universe true. you're in. I suppose that's true. There was a thing there was a thing with the Marvel universe where they like they got so confused about all their universes that eventually they just decided they were like one big multiverse and then they had a story that they were literally just colliding all the multiverses the universes in the multiverse in this really weird thing. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> I mean, involved I mean, a lot of galactic beings dying. You, you univ univi 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 universe univ- yes and universe yes and miss universe well, also cool new sport. announcement uh on a different topic we're in the new studio yay yeah, yeah. It's, true. it's a little echoey and we hear noise from outside right now yeah. but we're working on it yeah it's nice i like yeah. it yeah we've got a lot of black things on the walls mm-hmm. yeah it, it's making us somber i think somber yeah, yeah. But we've got our I old think, friend, the bird mask. He's good. Yeah. I think if we had more like area lighting, like a couple of lamps instead of this top mm. lamp, it would look a lot cozier. It would look pretty cozy. Mm. Mm. I, 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 I tend to prefer like lamps, like a bunch of lamps rather than like one big bright. Like even if it makes my room a bit darker, I tend to prefer that. It's just way cozier. Yeah, me too. Like our the living room at this new place doesn't have a ceiling light. Uh, so it has like yeah. three... I think it used to have sconces as well because it has three yeah. light switches on the outside of it and none of them do anything. Yeah. Uh, and so I have a lamp plugged in in there instead and it looks a lot better. Cool. That's true. That makes it sort yeah. of, yeah, it makes it just more natural feeling somehow. Yeah. There's uh, an ambiance to it. A little yeah. ambiance. I, I, wonder, ambiance. <laughs> I wonder if it has something to do with the shadows where like when you've got like a top light, everybody's got shadows under their eyes and, oh. and stuff. Oh, that's true. And it's just very harsh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas you look sleepier. Yeah, whereas when you've got like a bunch of lights or even just a couple of walls, wall sconces, I find it looks a lot nicer. Mm. Mm. Just yeah. warm surround lighting. It's like surround sound. Yeah. Mm. Cozy. 5.0 surround light. Mm. And like a base light. Those Hello. are fun. That'd be kind of cool. Like if yeah. we just had a gigantic lamp in the middle of the room shining up at everything, mm. I think it would, it would add a certain je ne sais quoi Ooh. to the place. What's a, what's a base lighting? I don't know what that is. <clears throat> it's like... It's a, it's a lamp in the floor. Light on the on the baseboards. Oh. oh well this place actually has gas heating so we don't have baseboards here baseboards are oh. not baseboard <laughs> heaters you know that right baseboards, baseboard are those little heaters. boards at the base of your wall talking to your mic tim <laughs> i'm talking <laughs> trying to look at the baseboards in this room there's none there, yeah. there are we've already established yeah. there's there's mm-hmm. gas heating yes and <laughs> <laughs> yes and in fact, the, this, this room is much like tom in that it is very gassy it's full of gas mm. if you light a match in here it's going to blow up am i right Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Right. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What do you guys think of this table as opposed to our old table? I'm going to. Can you hear it? I, I do wish it was, it was a bit bigger. 
It could be a little but bigger, yeah. I'm I don't wanna I don't wanna bite the mouth of the horse that gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack that for a second. Yes. You don't wanna yes, bite the mouth of the horse that gave you. <laughs> well, if the horse gave him, mm-hmm. then if he were to mouth its bite, it would be like as if and horses. Yes, and horses <laughs> tend to kick you when you try to bite them in the face in the mouth. What's the saying? <laughs> <laughs> You can't lead a horse to water without precious. Right. Based by an awful push. (laughs) I know it's... um, All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't pick Humpty Dumpty uh, back together. Shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth. The horse of course... Or bite the hand that feeds A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Of course, a horse is a horse. Unless that horse, of course, of course, his name is Mr. Ed. We're really great at podcasting. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? (laughs) The tip of the tongue, the teeth and the lips, the tip of the tongue, the teeth and the lips. So what have you been up to this week, Simon? A lot of rehearsing. Mm -hmm. For what? Uh, uh, sexy coffee times. Show? Yeah, my sexy coffee times. I'm in. That's uh, the official title of the show, right? <laughs> sexy coffee times. No. Uh, so I'm in a play uh, for the Montreal Fringe Festival. For those who don't know what the Fringe Festival is, it's a festival that happens at different times throughout the year, but it happens sort of in a bunch of different cities in the world. Uh, and it's a it's a, a festival for like uh, emerging theater and performing artists. And every show is about sex. Pretty much. That is not true. You, it's largely. Did you largely did you true. read that CBC article? I did. My friend was quoted in that CBC article. Yeah, the uh, of the My, of, of naked ladies fame. Our our director was uh, was interviewed for that. All right, and uh, he could tell that the guy that like the the journalist just kept trying to be like, no, 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 but like, why is there so much sex? And he's like, I mean, I don't think there is. There's like, there's like over two hundred shows in the Fringe Festival, and there are eight that are explicitly sexual. He's like, yeah, okay, but like, why is there so much sex in the Fringe Festival? He's like, there's, there's not. And then our, our, so my, my show is called Coffee Erotica, which would lead you to think it's very sexy. It would. It's it, not. That's why I was gonna come, but now maybe I won't. It's true. I was mostly going in the hopes that I would see you doing some sexy stuff. Yeah, with well, coffee. I mean, I saw like a clip that you guys put up though of yes. some choreography, and it was pretty sexy. Yeah, not I, like it's, not it's, erotic sexy, no. but just like you know, you looked good. Claire yeah. looked good. You yeah. guys looked it's, good together. It's, it's a story of like. You know, like sort of a, a search for lust in a sense, um, but like it, it's it's I don't know, it's not like explicitly sexual. Like it would be, I wouldn't say it's family friendly, but it's not like there's no sex. There's no like necessary. There's just like a lot of innuendos, and some of them are much less implicit than others. Right. You know what I mean? So, but um, would you say that it's fair that like I, I mean I I think in the Fringe Festival as with everything else the easiest way to sell something is to put kind of a sexy title on it. I right? severely disagree. Boobs like, in the thumbnail. Like, <laughs> like is your, is your, uh, is your play only about coffee and erotica? Like, yes. Were there other possible titles for it? Um, I mean, there's other possible titles for anything. Um, so the, uh, the, the original idea came from, from my friend David, who's the, the director for it. And he had like one, uh, idea that eventually morphed into another one and then that morphed into like a, a, a small bit that he did for uh, when he was uh, for some class when he was at Dawson. It was his like graduating show. Right, that one. Um, and so we like ad- adapted or adopted and adapted that that bit that he did as the first scene and then we expanded it. And okay. It's based off of some poems um, that his dad wrote about coffee and it sort of like takes the idea of the or sort of like personifies coffee into a woman. All right. And this woman is like alluring and is, you know, very like charming and very uh be- you know, beautiful and sexy and and the 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 way that the man my character thinks about coffee and sees coffee is like kind of lustful. Um not necessarily in the like like uh, you know, like it's sinful way, right? In the way that like we like evangelical Christians tend to think of, well, the way that Christians think of lust. Mm-hmm. Um but more just in terms of like there's a kernel passion. Yes. Yeah. In exactly. terms of a sexy Song of Solomon kind of way. <clears throat> sure. Because like, you know, you can have that same feeling toward your spouse. Yes. Right. And then it's right. not really lustful, right? No. Like if exactly. you lust after your spouse, you're not lusting after your spouse. You're just no. 
You're attracted just... to your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> that's exa- yeah, that's exactly Thy right. breasts, <laughs> O oh love, are like two espressos, and thy nose like a tall venti. <laughs> yes, and I would take the coupon that I got when I bought a bag of Starbucks beans and bring it to the Starbucks and buy you from there exclusively because you are better than any other beverage that I can buy. Yes, and your sweet scent of coffee flavoring envelops me as I taste you. That's a direct quote from Coffee Erotica. I thought that was a direct quote from Song of Solomon. <laughs> um, I, had, I, had, I had them over recording the, because uh, there's like a voiceover mm-hmm. element to Coffee yeah. Erotica. So oh, yeah? it, basically it's a lot of like voiced over poems. And while on stage, there's some like movement dance stuff happening that Claire uh, choreographed. All right. Um, yeah. And, so and I, had them, I had them over recording the voiceover mm-hmm. stuff. And it was really hard for me not to giggle because it was the first time I was hearing any of it. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't read any of it. And so they're just like up close in the microphones and they're saying really sensual things about coffee. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> one of the lines is like, I crave your full bodied pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And like, like I, I, I will say that some of the poems I'm like, oh, like I, I'm less a fan of that line. But I think like the poems are a lot weirder when they're by themselves, mm-hmm. whereas when they're. Like when you've got the full context of like the people on stage, there's some music and as well sort of happening. So like when you see everything together, it makes a lot more sense. But when you just sort of hear sort of random lines like that, it mm-hmm. can be a bit it can be a bit strange. But and, uh, and like I think like mm-hmm. anything anything read slowly in a sensual voice is gonna sound kind of silly out of context. Yeah. So yeah. like for me, like sitting there listening to you guys just record the lines, like without the visuals and without the music that you added totally. in afterward yeah. is a very bizarre experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um, fair enough. But do you agree with like the central premise that like, do you think the, uh, the like comparison between coffee and like sensuality is a valid one? Does that make sense to you? Um, it's, it, it's actually really interesting, uh, because when I was in Sejep, I took a creative writing class and we did one point of that class where we did, uh, uh, we did poetry mm-hmm. and we had like various types of poems that we had to write sort of forms or styles. And one of them was a surrealist poem. And I wrote, uh, a poem that I called, um, Cafea, which right. was sort of the same general idea where like coffee was personified into this like very alluring sort of almost like pa- carnal, passionate female person. Hmm. Right. Um, which kind of, like I should have brought that up to the team before. Cause I thought like, that's kind of, it's kind of cool. But um, <clears throat> like, I think, I think it's an interesting metaphor. Like I will not, I will like, I can't say that that's how I feel every time I drink coffee. Right. Uh, I would feel that a lot and I don't, but um, I'd, I'd say it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting comparison because like coffee is, you know, it's very warm mm-hmm. most of the time, unless you have like iced coffee or cold brew or whatever. Um, I don't know. It, it can like, it has very, it's, it's very warm in taste as well. It's very, it can be very comforting. Um, I don't know. Like the, it smells very strongly and it's a very enveloping smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's, there's also a component of like the actual, what caffeine does to your brain. Like I have, I have thought in the past, when either drinking coffee or having a new crush on someone that those two like sensations are similar like there's something in that like mild euphoria especially because i never drink coffee so when i do drink coffee it like actually hits me pretty hard right and i always feel i always feel like yeah like this is that sort of like mild like giddy like butterfly kind of feeling that oh, okay. I would associate I with that. a person that I was really into, but I'm not into anybody. This feeling is just there, which that's is kind point. of odd. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good point. I guess like chemically what caffeine does to your brain is pretty similar. Yeah. So right. that's, yeah, that makes it yeah. actually pretty yeah. interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. And I, like I think that. like also the fact that, you know, the, like the, the, the coffee beans tend to come from places that we think of as very exotic. And when we think of women from those countries, you know, from like, like, uh, I don't know, like Bolivia or like just South America in general, or maybe even like certain parts of Africa, you can think of that as like very alluring people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting into dangerous territory. I here. mean, like, I'm, I'm not saying that they are, but I'm saying that like that is sort of a, uh, or, or it's, that it's a trope. Not, I'm not saying they are or they're not, but yeah. it's a trope. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a sort of a cultural place that right. we're at. Mm-hmm. We're like, exotic. Yeah. Yes, it's exactly. It's the like mysterious exotic foreign lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's a reason why Sofia Vergara is so popular Mm -hmm. and like, not that she's a bad actress, but like she has very large breasts that, and also like she has a South American accent, you know? Yeah. Also, why is it? I mean, I guess I do know why, and it's probably related to this, but it's, it's so odd to me that like 
strip clubs if they don't want to be called strip clubs they say like exotic dancers like it's not well, I, I mean that's are you just confusing the words erotic and exotic here no because because exotic has this like element of mystery and like yeah. intrigue to it right you yeah. hear that something is exotic you're like oh i kind of want to like go check it's that out yeah yeah it's appealing on like several levels of like you mm -hmm. know one it's something you're not getting on a daily basis and two it's something a little outside of what's normal for you right which i guess fair enough if you aren't a frequenter of strip clubs right which if <laughs> you are probably you don't have to read the sign if and you went like, to a strip club often enough would you stop calling it an exotic dancer and just start <laughs> calling them like yeah this is actually like pretty normal for my culture this is like a, a local dancer yeah. yeah i mean i i i can also imagine how like maybe sort of perhaps in the past like a lot of sort of i did like i don't know how long strippers have existed and I long old time probably mm -hmm. I right, mean, yeah, but like, maybe, like maybe not the, the the concept of a strip club, like, like strip clubs as we know them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like I can I can imagine how like for a, for some time people would think like, oh, I don't want to see like another white woman dance. I want to go see like a woman from like woman. like you know yeah like from Africa or from like not not that I would think right. that, but I can imagine that being something and be like, oh, the dancer herself is exotic. Hmm. Right. Or I mean, you could possibly make the case that like, a lot of the and I'm I'm assuming that I, I've never been to a strip club. I don't know if you guys have been to strip clubs. I have not. Nope. I do not want to go to a strip club either. Mm -hmm. But like I I can imagine that like maybe some of the dance moves are like in some well, way I think, inspired, like, inspired like, by like exotic dances. You don't have to go right? to a strip club to know what stripper type yes. dancing is like, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's true. Like it does. I, I'm I think it probably shares a lot of aspects with like belly dancing. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I can imagine. And yeah, like maybe even some hip hop too which is like yeah yeah well know, that's it like mix it's, of, it's non-traditional like you know the traditional like what's a traditional strip club so i'm thinking traditional western dance or whatever mm -hmm. is like all sort of like formality stuff yeah but they have yeah whereas the kind of stuff you do at a strip club you know yeah the if you think of white there if you think of that. white dances like real Grinding. white western dances mm -hmm. it's like the waltz yeah <laughs> foxtrot yeah, well, but that's it. Yeah. They're all like you know things with specific steps, mm. and like it's it's less about like hip movement, right? Because There's for a, a really long time, because for a really long time, people were scared of sex. Yeah, white people were scared of sex, which okay. like most cultures, most other cultures were not. Mm. And also, white perhaps people, to a fault, but like uh, I think also white people like fetishized other cultures as oh, like definitely. those people that don't have ours are like morals. they still do. Like yeah. white people definitely still do fetishize other cultures. Oh, yeah. If, if yeah. you look at the way that like some people can view like Asian women, mm. it's like pretty scary. Yeah, right. None. Yeah, but back to sorry, back to your point about um. About but back shows. to your point. Yes, but back, I back, have a butt on my back but, as well. Buck bat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Batman, bat butt, that super like butt, bat buck, um, bat butt versus super butt, dawn of butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and <laughs> back to your point yes. about fringe shows and sexuality. I went like we we performed at this uh, this event called Fringe for All, which is when uh, a bunch of fringe shows perform this like two minute teaser, mm -hmm. and it's like sort of an official fringe festival event, and you get to see like you know, a little trailer, a teaser of like other, um, you know, just like other fringe shows that you might be interested to go to see. Um, most, like the vast, vast majority of them are not sexual. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's, it's the, the reason why we can think that like shows are more sexual in the fringe festival is because like people are just freer to do that kind of stuff if that's mm -hmm. the kind of thing they're into. Right. And like, like, like there's, you know, if uh, that was one thing that uh, our director David said to the interviewer, to the guy from CBC who never ended up saying anything of what, of what David said, David okay. brought up some really good points that like, if you're at like the centaur or the, <clears throat> sorry, or the Seagal, like you need, you need to sell, you don't need to sell tickets. You need to sell seasons. You need to mm -hmm. you like sell like, a bunch of like a group of tickets to someone who's going to go see all of your shows. Yeah. Right. Right. Like a, like a subscription. So if, if one of the shows doesn't do well, or if one of the shows is too edgy or too like experimental, mm -hmm. people like might not go, especially when you think that like 85% of their viewership is over the age of 55. Right. right. Especially when you go to the single. Yeah. Like it's just a lot of old Jewish people. You go see these plays, which is why yeah. they tend to play the play it safe. Yeah. Right. You play whereas, whereas in the fringe, like you do not have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that at all. Right. Because everyone is going to be intentionally buying tickets just for that show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I guess the and, other thing is that yeah. it's like to to if you're going to compare a festival 
to the norm, which has zero risque, sexy stuff, yes. then you only need like two or three shows for people to be like, whoa, mm. there's so much sex yeah. in this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whereas like, you know, if, if you look at the Segal or the, or the Centaur, which probably have like, I don't know, 10 shows in a season, mm. right? Like if, if they're feeling edgy that year, they'll have one show with some sexy bits. Whereas like in the French festival, you've got like 200 shows and maybe like eight of them have sexy bits, which means that like technically the ratio to sexy bits to non-sexy bits is less. I mean, technically we all have sexy bits. Yes. Would you say that the ratio of sexy bits to non-sexy bits on your body is large or small? (laughs) Um, Speaking as individuals. I'd say it's about 50%. 50% for you? What about you, Tim? Do you guys have a good, you guys have good understanding of what parts of yourself are sexy or not sexy? I think so. Most parts of myself are sexy. Simon's got a pretty good thing going on. I know that you think that about yourself, Simon. Well, Simon I mean, is objectively a, like a pretty attractive person. Yeah. Thank you. I have a girlfriend who tells me that a lot. So I mean, I'm you know. told that by yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simon is I'm objectively a, a pretty attractive, attractive guy. I, I mean, you got to be a model on like big runways and stuff, so fair. I mean, fair enough. A medium-sized runway. Well, but yes. <laughs> how yeah. big does a runway have to be to count as a runway? That's true because there's Enough really to... big runways at like airports. Yeah. yeah. And if you walked along those, you would probably get sucked into jet engines. Yes, and then, then you, would, you be, would be jet fuel. <laughs> yes, and then you would be considerably less sexy. Well, Unless you're into jet fuel, right? I'm pretty into jet fuel. I don't know. I don't really know which parts of me are sexy or not sexy. I sort of... You've I'm, got pretty good forearms. I, I mostly view myself as, like, standard. Mm. Like, not exceptionally one or the other. That's mm. sort of how, mostly how I see myself. Like, I, uh, like honestly, like, all like, of these things are acceptable, but none of them are like <laughs> killer, right? You guys are both you guys are both good looking guys too. Mm-hmm. I will oh, say that. You. And like, I yeah. just feel like I, if I lost like 30, 40 pounds, then I would be sexy. But right now, I'm just kind of like I'm lovable. Hey, there's some people who are really, really into what you got. Have you ever heard of a bear? Say it, <laughs> a bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. I know what you are. Some- you sparkle. <laughs> what, what what's that line? You sparkle in the sun. Your skin is super pale. I know what you are. Say it, bear, <laughs> a fat man. <laughs> some um, some what, dudes are really into you. Mm-hmm. Some dudes are you know. How important is it to you guys to be sexy? Hmm. Um, not that important, no. honestly. Like I, if I can look good facially, I don't really care what the rest of me looks like. I want to feel like I look good, but to me, that's different than being sexy okay you know like i want to feel like um like the clothes that i'm wearing complement my personality as well as the body shape that i have Mm -hmm. fair enough you know like i I don't want to wear things that are like maybe overly tight or overly baggy or just oddly shaped or Mm -hmm. just like something that would look better on like someone with just a different body type Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's like you wouldn't wear a shirt that fits me really really well yeah, or because like you're I smaller than me. exactly, or if I wear a button-up shirt, I'm not gonna roll down the sleeves because I have really long arms, mm. and so this this like sleeve end of this sleeve would end up going like sort of really high up my wrist, and it mm. looks awkward. Whereas huh. like some people can just like that totally works. Yeah, and I'm not one of those. So you people. always roll up your sleeves with button-up shirts, 100 percent of the time, unless yeah. I'm wearing a suit. Me too. Oh, okay. Mm. But for me, it's mostly that I I just feel like I don't look good with my sleeves down. Whereas with my sleeves rolled up, mm. it accentuates my biceps a little bit more. Your biggity, yeah. biggity so biceps. it just kind of makes me look slightly tougher. You've and also it, got pretty good forearms. Plus, you get yeah. to show off your, your like keyboard yeah. tattoo. Sweet arm yeah. piano. Which, I, which I, I once had someone, uh, uh, like a friend, girl of mine, tell me that I had good forearms, and I did not know what that meant. Okay. Until I watched the movie The Hurt Locker with Jeremy Renner, and there's one scene where he's like, he's he's I think he's holding a gun, and the shot kind of follows his arm, and you can see, like, sort of the muscle along his, like, the very good definition of the muscles along his forearm. And I went, oh, no, I get it. I see. Well, thank yeah. you for passing along the compliment. Yeah. I was not aware that yeah. one looked at forearms. <laughs> I think we all have pretty decent forearms yeah. in this room. Like, I, from, from, what, I, from what I've heard, um, body parts that some girls are really, and probably guys, that some people are, like, really look at that guys like us tend to be oblivious to are, like, the forearms and the back. Hmm. Mm. What about calves? Calves too. Calves generally look at other calves and they're like, but, mm, <laughs> calves generally lose games to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> but I, I feel like calves, like you have to have a balance. You know, there are some calves that are like really, really, really defined, and that's like a bit mm-hmm. much. I feel, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, that's how I feel. 
my impression yeah. has been that also that I don't know of of the girls I know who talk to me about this stuff like they tend to get a lot more worried about specific body parts mm-hmm. like look in a mirror and be like oh like I don't like my nose or like I don't like mm-hmm. my cheekbones or something right. whereas like I don't know if other people can make those judgments about me, but I can't look in the mirror and like decide that one piece is like good or bad right. as compared to the others. It's like I just mm. look at the whole overall image. It's like I don't know. I guess it looks pretty okay. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Do you find that that you like pick out specific things about yourself and you're like, I wish this was. Eh. Yes. Different. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I do that a lot. Mm. I'm pretty self conscious about my teeth. Your teeth. Your teeth. Yeah, because I feel like like I've I've got just a little bit of a gap, and <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I just really, really, really notice it. I mean, let me see your teeth. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. A tiny a bit. bit. Like yeah. most people, it's not like a Lawrence Fishburne. Right. It's not like a crazy gap. It's, it's just yeah. not not a gap. No. Yeah. It's, it's not like an old Navy. It's like, a, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you don't whistle when you it's, talk. It's not, no. like a whole, it's not like a whole year. It's just like a month before you go back to school. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My bottom teeth are awesome. <laughs> 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 you my bottom teeth are like just they didn't have space to go in my mouth yeah. so my two bottom teeth in front here are just basically on top of each other mm-hmm. but i feel like no one really notices bottom teeth right yeah you smile like this i mean unless they're like very very apparent or if you're missing one but yeah right. yeah i feel like my teeth like i could have had braces but i didn't need braces so i yeah. didn't get braces so i've got like a bit of an overbite mm-hmm. that i'm a little conscious about but mostly like I tend to mostly just focus on my stomach. There's no other part of my body that I look at and say like, oh, I wish that was different. Mm-hmm. But I look at my like, basically from my chest mm-hmm. downward and I'm like, oh, this is, uh, yeah, this could be better. You should try shaving it. It might help. I just look like a big silly whale. <laughs> <laughs> you ever gone to a, you ever gone to an aquarium <laughs> and you walk up to the whale tank and there's one whale in there who's just kind of like hanging out eating pizza and like playing Pokemon? Because that's me. Fair enough. Yeah. But those, I mean, those whales are highly intelligent. Yeah, I mean, really, they don't deserve to be there. Sure, but they're also they should silly be out looking. and free, just like you. <laughs> should be free to go and wander the oceans and play your Pokemon oh, to the dear. sirens and the dolphins. Yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll like shave all the hair off my body and like take a picture of how gross I look without it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure, you know. Is the space between your teeth such that it's really good for shooting water at people? Uh, I d- don't think so. I don't know. Cause like I've, o- I've always wanted to do that with my teeth, but I can only get like a tiny little like, yeah, I haven't really tried. And I feel like if I tried, I wouldn't be very good at it. I don't mm. know that that's necessarily the fault of the teeth, but it might just be me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, as long as you need to my learn technique. a technique, learn a skill it might right. help you feel better. Right. Because yeah, then it's like, true. well, these are useful, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I also have like pretty I have back problems like my mm. um, I have what's called kyphosis, which is when the upper curve of your spine is accentuated, uh. um, which results of just very like years and years of bad posture, uh, which means that like my my shoulder blades are really far apart, which means that like my I've just got a lot of tension there and in my shoulders. So my, like I'm all, I'm always very conscious of my posture. And, you know, if, if I if I look at my back and sometimes and even when I just like like bend over. Um, if I'm like, like, it's especially like when I'm, I'm watching a lot of videos of rehearsals where I'm dancing and I'll mm. see like, you know, maybe I'm, I'm leaning or like, I'm, I'm sort of reaching over to Claire and I'll see like, like my back sort of humps and, mm. uh, mm. my humps, my humps, my humps. Yeah. Most my people would not notice, but humps. I see it and I'm like, oh, damn it. right. But I'm, I'm but actively that's working also on like, that That's not just like an appearance thing. That's also like a medical thing, right? Where you're like, um, I'm yeah. conscious of the fact that I have bad posture. And so yeah. when I see myself having bad posture, I'm like, oh, I got to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm, I, I'm actively working on it and it's a lot less bad than it used to be. And I'm mm. a lot more aware of it too, which is good. Yeah. I find myself frequently looking at my hair and thinking I wish it was different. Mm, that yeah. seems like something that you can do. It is. But the thing is, like, I wish my hair grew differently. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The way that my hair grows, there's like one or two ways that it looks good. And yeah, so this, I'll this cut it. You know, going on. Yeah. And I'll cut it so that it looks good. And then within like two weeks, it'll look bad again. Well, one thing you can do is just totally shave it. I could. I actually do look okay with like just buzzed down. I can see that. But like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But if you do that, you can like power through it and then shape it however you want. Well, not really it doesn't grow a different way just because you cut it really short it does actually yeah i changed yeah. the side of, like remember i used to have like a crazy part right down the middle oh I mean, yeah if you want to part is it. like over here now yeah. yeah like my hair my problem with my hair is that i have this one spot right in the back of my scalp that just goes straight up no matter what i do <laughs> so if i cut it like and if i cut it not super amount of short they'll like 
they always seem to wet your hair to cut it and then mm. like it sort of works then but as soon as it dries this like one spot just goes straight out of my oh, head oh yeah i have yeah. noticed that yeah it's really <laughs> odd it's like calvin yeah. in the old calvin hobbs drawings you <laughs> but i one like so uh i had a bun for a really long time man and bun I cut it because baby now we got man buns well we all have man buns yeah i'm sitting on mine right now so mm, I, those are your sexy bits mm. so um uh, like when I when when I got it cut, the the barber told me that he had to shave, or I mean, yeah, like like sort of buzz the back of my head really, really, really short because I was putting it up every day. It it made it pulled the hair and it made it grow in a bunch of different directions. Oh, if he had fun. kept it short, um, like mediumly short, uh, it would have looked really, really unruly because it would be <laughs> growing in every direction. Whereas now, <clears throat> because he got it super, super short, it was harder to tell. And then as it grew out, it like fell down with its own weight. Right. Right. And yeah, it, and it wasn't as noticeable. Like it would have done that anyway, but it just wasn't as noticeable. So if you like shaved your head, and if hmm. I, I wonder if if you shaved your head, it might do that too. You've seen my sure. head shaved. It's been a while. Like it's been it's been a, it's been a few years. Back it's yeah. been a while. Twenty thirteen or something. I shaved my head right down. Yeah, that that was a while ago. <coughs> it's Maybe fun having shave a shaved head again. It's fun having a shaved head because then when you put on a hoodie, it's like Velcro. The hood, <laughs> the hood just like sticks to your head, and you can. Like I mean, if if the hoodie's around. made out of like cloth. Yeah, if if it's like a rain jacket. What hoodie. else do you bake hoodies out of? Like a rain jacket is not, not made out of cloth. Okay, hold the phone. Yeah, a rain jacket does not qualify as a hoodie. That's true. I was just I was thinking of just like a hood. Yeah, fair right? enough. And I guess like I mean, if you're there, in if you're probably, in the hood and you've got a shaved head, I could see like hoodies that are lined with, like, <laughs> it's trying incredibly uh, hard to justify this statement now. Silk. Yes. yes and. <laughs> <laughs> I think silk would still, it still could probably still. A chain mail. Mm, Don't send those to your mama. Wait. (laughs) Oh, I see. There's a double entendre here. See, Simon was talking about chain mail, like what soldiers used to wear millions of years ago. And Tim was talking about (laughs) spam chain emails where you pass it along to five friends or else your crush won't kiss you tomorrow. Wow. My crush is going to kiss me tomorrow unless I. Speaking of crushes kissing us, I have a. Patreon submitted topic wow, for us that's to a talk good about. Segue. Oh, you know, kiss the crush, nice. crush the kiss. Did, did you know you were going to make that segue? In? No, man. I just, no? I just make <laughs> things happen it. with When my you're mouth. kissing someone, yeah. do you regularly feel like, yeah, I'm crushing it? Sometimes. All right. Crushing um, it, smashing no, it. I don't. <laughs> Slaying the kitty. It's uh, like, I'm, I'm so good at this kissing thing right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, girl. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> as you guys might know, the show is entirely listener supported. Uh, we can only exist because we get a little bit of funding from y'all, uh, and one well, of our Patreon supporters. Not pro- probably not you specifically, people who are listening. Yeah, there's, a, there's a pretty small percentage of you. Shame. Jeez. Basically, <laughs> Shane, Joanne, and Patrick, and Nathan. That's right. And uh, this week, uh, if you pledge over a certain amount once a month, you get to suggest a topic of conversation for us to talk about. And so this week, we are talking about something that Nathan has requested. Nathan, which is the topic of summer love. Summer loving. You really don't know the first line. (laughs) Even I know it. Yes, and no, I don't. (laughs) We're gonna watch Grease sometime. Uh, It'll be a bad experience for everyone involved. It's not. So yeah, Nathan asked us to talk about summer love. He didn't give any details, but I'm assuming he means talking about you know falling in love over the summertime. Falling in love over the summertime. Do you guys feel like when the summer approaches, you're like, I like. I mean, you've you've got a girlfriend, so maybe you like think back to when you didn't. But like as summer approached, did you feel like, man, like I it's summer. I should have a girlfriend like more than other seasons. Like did summer love feel like a thing that was particularly important as opposed to other seasons of love? Ah. <laughs> Rent. Uh, I actually feel like winter love is a thing that makes me feel more sad. Like if I'm single going into like Christmas, I'm more depressed than if I'm single going into like the summertime. Huh. Interesting. What do you think that is? I guess like there's fewer people giving you presents and you, you're giving <laughs> presents to fewer people. Right? I think like in the summertime, I don't really want to like touch people <laughs> in the wintertime. Like it's nice to like cuddle up and like be close with people in the summer. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm fucking sweaty and it's humid. <laughs> I, I, like don't talk to me for I'll from like mid June through September. Uh, but you, you can, could, I mean, you can go swimming together. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I sink. Yeah. You don't like swimming. I'm not a good swimsman. Mm, fair yeah. enough. You can go on bicycle rides together. Yeah. I swim. Tom like also a, cannot ride a bicycle. I can't ride a bicycle. If you're what a else? girl who hates swimming and can't ride a bicycle <laughs> and doesn't like being in love in the summertime, 
Call Go Tom. on patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you are looking for a guy who will just help you to not swim, not ride a bike, and not eat dairy, <laughs> hit me up. <clears throat> yeah, how about you, Tim? I don't know. I, I feel like summer, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like a lot of my, weirdly, a, a lot of my sort of like romantic things have happened in the spring. And I'm not sure why that is. I think that it's because you guys are so distracting <laughs> right now. They're just like bobbing up and down. I was actually seats. trying to like subtly suggest you move closer to your microphone. <laughs> okay. That's what that and was. And I just joined and in. Simon just joined along. So now, now I can scrape my beard. Or whatever exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I think maybe there is, maybe it feels like, like, I don't know. A lot of love things have always felt like they happen at the ends of seasons to me. Like mm. when something is about to change, it seems that often people end up going like, oh, no, I actually have to make my move now. Right. right. So like going into the Christmas season or going into like the spring summer season seems to be like the prime time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've often found myself sort of like in romantic entanglements going into either Christmas or going into mm-hmm. summer. Um, Are you in a romantic entanglement now? No. But you... Tom is grabbing my <laughs> hand in a sensual sort of way. We just interlocked our Yeah, fingers. but like you guys have been in a romantic entanglement for like eight years now. So um, like No, we pretty much hated each other for the first five of those. I didn't hate you. You just hated <laughs> me because I was dating the girl that you liked <laughs> the first year of it. Who I met in the summer. <laughs> but yeah. I kind of, I get that though, like there is sort of a pressure that you put on yourself toward the end of things, right? Especially like at our age, everyone's mm. in school mm. except for me and yeah. you now. Yeah. But like, you know, when you're a student or when you're, yeah. you know, when the people you're dating are primarily mm. student aged, then like you sort of see things in those semesters, right? Yeah. And like the beginning of the semester is kind of your last shot to ask someone out before things start getting busy. And yeah. then at the end of the semester, you're like, okay, I have like a few weeks to like make this happen and like, lock this down. But I feel before like before it gets busy again. I feel like there's something inherently about the summer though, right? Because it's so mm. nice outside. And so so many people are like out doing things and it's the time when you go like on a holiday and on a vacation and places mm. and stuff. And so I feel like it's, it's just the time of year when people are out a lot. And so, if a lot of if a lot more people are out, a lot more people are mingling. True, and so I think, yeah, no, no, I I feel like it's it's just like that kind of thing. And well, I mean, there's if, also the phenomenon that like if you're one who goes and like plays sports or like goes to the beach and hangs yeah. out, then you end up just seeing a lot of people with you know good bodies and few clothes on, right? Yeah. And then that probably gets more on your brain than if everybody's bundled up in gigantic winter coats and they're just trundling along the street. I don't know, like, man. I hate everything. Parkas really do it for me. Yeah? I'm pretty into a yeah. good trundle. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to parka yourself right beside her and you're like, hey, lady, I like the cut of your jib. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that real yeah. goose down? Mm. Hey, girl, um, are you a goose? Because I'm down. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That's that was good. No, that's not, never that's call a girl best. a goose. This is why you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm always chasing them. Honk, honk. <laughs> hey, girl, are you a goose? <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, are you a goose? Because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I want you to leave for the winter and go to south. <laughs> Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I kind of want to shoot you right now. Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I want to get you. (laughs) What? It really gets my goose. (laughs) You never heard that expression? You can't lead a goose to water without making it drink. (laughs) Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I feel like you just walked over my mother's grave. Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I want you to tell our children some stories. Hey, Hey girl, girl, are you a goose? Because you're pretty silly. Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I feel like you died in a fighter jet crash in the 80s. Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I want you to be my bay and get into your happy valley. That's, so, a, that's uh, a place, Happy Valley Goose Bay. <laughs> no, I did not. I was not aware of that. That really? Hey, girl, are you place. a goose? Because there's an island named after you that makes really good beer. Is there? What? Goose, goose Island? island? Hmm. I, island Goose? Goose Island. Hmm. I see. Goose Island, I, this podcast is not supported by Goose Island, but I'd be really happy if it was. They make a really, really good honker ale. Honker ale. <laughs> That's what they call it. They, they, they're, they're, they call their pale ale honker. What is with <laughs> Which these? Which is pretty great. 
<laughs> what is with these breweries that put themselves Goose with, Island is a give real place. A pun and they just stick to that pun and everything is about that. Goose pun. Island is a real place just outside of Chicago or perhaps in Chicago? Does it have a higher than average number of goose? Geese. I do not know why it is called Goose Island, but uh I mean like it's so like in terms of brand it makes sense that if you call Yeah, right, Tom. Yeah, I was trying not to burp loudly, so I burped slowly <laughs> instead. But then I had to taste it a little more. <laughs> so like, you know, if you name a beer or if you name a brewery something, it makes sense that then your beers are named after like sort of alongside that brand, you know? I, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Does it so are there geese in this beer? Not in the beer. Why not? Because that would be disgusting. Well, I mean, have you tasted goose? Goose is delicious. Goose is really good. Yeah, yeah. but I don't want it inside my beer. You ever had foie gras? Yeah. I haven't, actually. Hey, girl, are you a goose? Because I'd like to stuff your liver with massive amounts of grain and then kill you. And spread you on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good foie gras not that long ago. A foie gras? Yeah. Hmm. It was mm. pretty tasty. Do you know how to make it? Oh, no, no, no. But I know where to buy it. How to make it? You have to stuff a goose full of a gross amount of yeah, but like, stuff and then kill them. That's like saying, do you know how to make a good like chicken? Where it's like, and it's like, no, I don't because I don't own chicken. It's like, just go out and buy uh, some chicken and then prepare it. So no, the no, no. But like, foie, foie gras is like you need specific geese that you have prepared yeah, but throughout you, their lives to be foie gras. Yeah, but geese. you don't just take the liver out and put it on a plate. Like there's other stuff you do to it. I mean, they basically just like... I imagine it's a similar way that they do like sausage. Like it's just kind of compressed into a like puck. sausage. Well, right. sausage is different. Sausage you put in like casing. Tim, no one really knows like, how the sausage is made. Oh, uh, well, you, but. They just assume that it happens. Have you ever had a haggis? No. No, I've, I'm told it's disgusting, is it? It's really not. Huh. Oh, it's, yeah? it's basically just an inside out sausage. Wow. Is I mean, there... that's literally what it is. It's, it just tastes like an inside out sausage. <laughs> Someone described me as a, an inside-out sausage. <laughs> Was that one of your sexy bits? Yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah. summer loving. Have you guys ever like fallen in love in the summer and had it only last for the summer? Hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do about you want to put that girl on blast? Falling right now? in love. No. No. She. She was a. She was cool. You know, I still think she's a cool person. Mm. I like. I was friends with her for a while after, like, because I, I did work at a summer camp, mm. right? Two summers in a row. Oh, we talk about summer camps. Summer camps are a big source of summer oh, loving. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I I mean, summer loving happened all the time, right? I was like semi involved in one where it was just like there was this girl, and we were just, you know, we became friends, and then we were got kind of flirty, and then stopped, and just. <laughs> It's stayed friends. True Hollywood romance. Yeah. <laughs> With the girl, got like kind of flirty, stopped being flirty. Yeah, it, you know. So it, much to her to life. It was a lot of hey girl, a lot of leaning on the surface while talking to her. Mm-hmm. And then like at some point we were just kind of like, oh, I guess that's, like, that's totally a phenomenon, isn't yeah. it? Like when you like someone, you lean on things while you're talking to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a wall, you just both lean against the wall for mm-hmm. some reason. It's, it's because, not a good reason. It's because usually you have blood pumping through your whole body when you're talking to people, but when you're attracted to someone, you need to take some of the blood out of your legs so you lean against stuff and it puts less mm-hmm. pressure on them. So or because you, you have the blood refocus to it. Or because you have weak knees or because it makes you look cooler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What was I saying? Summer love. Summer love. Yeah. I mean... Summer summer camp love. Summer camp love. That definitely. You guys helps. have been involved in summer camps a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot more than me. I had I had some summer love in various times in my life. Not in recent years though. I feel like no. since I started working full time, it's know, harder for me to like separate seasons by season. I guess. Yeah, and like you don't mingle with people as much as you used to. I, really I mean, don't. more now than you did like. A year and a half ago. Yeah. But only because I'm forcing myself to like interact with people. Yeah. And like, I get, like you seem like more involved with like Newman stuff. I'll occasionally show up to Newman stuff. But the, the um, funny thing about I mean, summer love not, right? in a university setting, especially when you're Everybody's you like not. hang out with university students all the time, but they are all from foreign places and leave in the summer. Hmm. Is that some of them like sometimes I, they can't sometimes they stay sometimes they can't yeah afford to and the interesting life. thing about that is it sort of goes both ways because in the summer then you have a lot less options hmm. but the people you do hang out with are like the only people you hang out with so there's like more of an option to actually get close to them hmm. like i feel so, like summer has a tendency to form little groups 
Leel. like hang around for the whole summer. And yeah. maybe that maybe that might be part of the phenomenon of like yeah. those people inevitably sort of pairing off. Yeah. So when I when I went to work at the summer camp, my other option was to work as a lifeguard in the town where uh, my family's cottage is. Mm. Uh, and I decided to not do that. And one of the reasons was because there's this like it's the type of town where in the summer there's three to four hundred people, and in the in the not summer there's twenty five people. Right. Ah. Um. So like everybody who is there and like all the cottages like belong to a family and like everyone's been there like since they were kids and the parents were there since they were kids and everything. So like there's a like anytime there's a group of people, I mean like it's it, there's kind of like plateaus of ages. Like there's people in between, but mostly it's like I've, you know there's a, like a bunch of people my age and not a lot of people like three four years younger than me. You know, uh, so there's there's this little like group of like I don't know eight eight or nine of us uh, approximately the same age. Um, I, and like they, most of them were there all summer, but I was there for like three weeks and then I would leave. So like, I would always come in when it was like, there was so much, like all this drama happening and the girls saying things and guys saying things. And I would just kind of like pop in and just kind of witness a lot of that and then be like, Oh, oh, okay. And then like leave. And then I would come back and I I was almost like sort of part of the group, but not totally part Mm -hmm. of the group. And, and I it's think like, like if you want to watch that kind of thing happen, you just go to Netflix and turn on Glee. I mean, that was before Netflix. <laughs> oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. How long has Netflix been around? How long have you been around? How long was Glee around? How long have you been lifeguard certified? Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of questions. I would say approximately eight years for all of those. Wow, wow. man, you are a precocious zero-year-old. <laughs> I think I think you just tend to say eight. Eight years as your default amount of years. For <laughs> more true. than like five years ago. <laughs> is that true? Well, we've known each other for eight years. Yes. You and I. Yes. Really? Because yeah. isn't that the same with you and I? Yeah. We met like six months after I met Simon. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. How did that whole group come together? This may be an interesting story. Because I, I came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I came. Yeah. I came into that group just sort of fully formed. Like it was you guys mm. and Kelly and the Jarsmas and uh, Claire and, and Josiah. Josiah and, yeah. Christy and. and uh, yeah. Christy. Yes. Alicia. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Our whole, basically the whole St. Stephen's youth group. But it was just, like, it just kind of was yeah. one. And I had the like I coming into it had the impression that you guys just all known each other mm-hmm. forever. Well, here's the thing. The three of us actually all kind of randomly showed up in there from outside of it. Yeah, oh, within like yeah. a little while of each other, right? Like you showed up, and then I showed. I think up I showed up, showed up. Yeah, I showed up like a couple months before you. Yeah, you can think about because I showed up in like sort of September, October, and I think you showed up later on, more like in the. Well, I I met all those guys in the summer, but I didn't right. start coming to the youth group till like late fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So we're all like, okay, we we're all, all showed up there like around the same time. Similar newcomers. Yeah. To that place. Yeah, but those guys all just knew each other because they all went to the same church and yeah. grew up together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I knew a couple of them from the camp that I worked at. Yeah. yeah. And now they are all dispersed, and it, we three remain. Well, a bunch of them are still around. Yeah. Uh, one of them is like Josiah's still Josiah around. Is still Every- there. Sophie, Erica. Is Sophia here these yeah. days? Yeah. She's around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Christy still around? No, Christy's she's in China. Oh, wait, yeah. Or Japan. China. China. Yep. Huh. Yeah. China, 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 yeah. China. Uh, other people too. Summer love, yeah, yeah. Summer love, but yeah. So like, there's always sort of back at back in that cottage town. There's always just a lot of like mm. summer drama happening, and I was just happy to not be involved. It was just a lot of people talking to me about what other people had done, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe just like kind of like ask him what what he wants from you, and she's like. No, I can't do that. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, just don't. And then the next day, she's like, oh, well, this thing happened. I'm like, I mean, you know. <laughs> whereas, you should have been, you should have talked more. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with the guys, it was just a lot of like, I don't care. I was talking yeah. to the, to someone the other day and explaining to them my philosophy on like people being interested in you, but you being oblivious. Hmm. And my philosophy on it is that like, if someone hasn't explicitly told me that they are interested, I will presume that they are not because it That's may not, it may not be true. They might be interested, but it's way too much of a headache to like try and figure it out. Mm. So it's just like, no, if you really care about it, yeah. you know, tell me and then I'll, I'll put it into my brain and deal with it then. But this person was like very shocked that that was my policy. Because they were like, well, how would you how would you ever like meet anyone then? Because that's all anyone ever does is like dance around it and not be honest and i was like that might be true but that's mm. dumb 
That's not the kind of that's not the kind of person you want to be with. Well, I don't know. Like how I, how, how if, many times have you expressed how you feel to someone? A few times. Yeah. Yeah. Just been straight up like, hey, I'm really into you. Do you want to like? Yeah. Like, hey, let's let's sit down and talk because I feel like I I want to date you. Would you say yeah. that you're emotionally available? What? <laughs> Where do you think that your fear of commitment comes from? <laughs> it's yes, not, and <laughs> it's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, it's not Did, your fault. Can you explain to me your relationship Tom, with Tom? Your it's not your I, fault. I disagree. Tom, it's not your fault. It's your fault. Just to clear the air, uh, yeah. I, I first met Simon while I was dating a girl that he was interested in, and then I first met Tim while I was also no, dating that girl. No, you weren't already dating. You were not already. No, that's right. We met. We were. So we were in that sort of like weird pre-dating phase where we were like not dating, but like. I think everyone kind of saw it coming. I think it it took a couple months after you and I knew each other before you and you and Kelly well, started. Uh, so like the pre-dating. first time, the like the first time we kissed was like the day that you and I met. Whoa! I don't think that's true. I think you and I met earlier than that. Really? Uh, yeah. You, wait. Do you so. n- are you aware of the first? When do you think we met? Time this couple kissed. When do you think that we met? Because I know that we met the, a day or two after my birthday. In that I year. I know that the first time you came I to youth know. group, you brought some drawings that you had made of like Yoshi and Kirby. That was not the first time that we met, because we met at a camp staff meeting that happened on a random Saturday in September. That you came to because you were like, "Wow, I want to do this camp thing with you guys next year." In September? Yeah, that's not right after your birthday. What are you talking about? My birthday's in September. I thought your birthday was in July. You're a bad I'm friend. Foolish. <laughs> And that at that point we had okay. not we were not dating, but we liked each other, but said we wouldn't date, and spent about almost a year doing that. And the following summer started dating. Oh, okay. So actually, yeah, I guess Tim and I we met while that was still in the that we're was, not dating. We, we phase. met we met almost that same time. You and me. We met in the spring because maybe it was like but, six months later at but least. I I met Kelly before that happened. Yeah. Okay. Because so I that then, yeah. no. So was, both was, of you guys met me while you had crushes on the girl that I was like quote-unquote not dating and then at okay, some point started so, dating so in in my mind the, the the first time you kissed her was on the train tracks yeah which was in september after that meeting i feel like you and i knew each other before then like nope. like a like a long t- we did not because i remember we you met t- that week i remember you telling me about that and you wouldn't have told me about it if I, it was my we- first kiss i would have told you about it <laughs> <laughs> oh snap yeah. how, how quickly we, we how quickly did we get close pretty quickly yeah yeah Makes sense. Yeah, and I just sort of stumbled into random things. When yeah. was the the art jelly that you and I met? That was in the spring. Really? Yeah. It was that long. Yeah. Because hmm. I definitely came to St. Stephen's Youth Group before then. We may have met at that, but, but not actually I, met. No, definitely the first time I met you was this art jelly thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe you weren't at youth group that day because I feel like I met Simon before I met you. Mm-hmm. I think so. You and I met in the park, and I jumped over you. Yeah, we have. A I, w- I took that, that photo, so oh. I was there for that, which wow. I'm pretty sure was the first time you and I met. This is this timeline is vastly confusing. <laughs> yeah, we need. They were all within the same year, at least. You know what we should do? We should bring in Josiah. I bet Josiah would know all of this. <laughs> That's he true. would remember all of yeah. it. Our friend Josiah is the, the probably the other great connector of the three of us. Yeah, anyway, he's yeah. like he knew like yeah he knew everybody before we mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I well, could also I could also like or we could all message Kelly at the same time and be like, hey, you want to be on our podcast and sort this out? That'd be oh, so funny. funny. Roundtable. This, that would be yeah, funny. this conversation's been like eight years in the making. You know what? I bet she'd be. I bet <laughs> she'd, she'd probably be down if she, she was in town for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 or or she. I'm, I mean, maybe she yeah. tends to avoid most people when she's in town. This is true. <laughs> yeah, which like fair enough. I think if I left somewhere for a long time, I'd probably not really feel like going back. I mean, yeah. the, the couple times I've seen her, she'd been like, "Hey, we should hang out." Yeah, that's what she does. She comes back in town, and about once every like three or four times, she'll message any given person, right, and say like, "Hey, we should hang out." Yeah. I can then, see that. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I don't think it's for lack of wanting to see people. I think it's just for lack of wanting no. to see people. No, but that when you come sense. like when you come back to your hometown, everyone like and if you just like put it on Facebook, everyone's yeah. gonna be like, Hey, we should hang out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. especially when you're from like a the, the kind of social group that we were part of where right. there was like seventeen thousand people in it. Yeah. And it was a tight knit yeah. seventeen thousand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then you try committing to everybody and you end up having like half an hour with any given person, yeah. right? Which kind of sucks. That's it. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sensical. Maybe if I leave and come back, I'll avoid telling you guys. Well, I mean, that's rude. <laughs> I, I will need to know because I'll be depending on your rent. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you when I vacate this apartment. You're just going to wake up one morning and find me gone. Well, no note. Just 
just lit out. I'm going to think you got raptured straight up. <laughs> I'm going to be like, that's, well, shit, was, the Catholics were right. <laughs> I was the only one in the whole world. That's that's actually what David Biggs did uh, when he left his job to, to go to be on Hamilton. He was in this like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this interview. He was no. on Jimmy Fallon and he talked about this. <clears throat> he was at this like dead end job where he just like, he, he like sort of worked for this catering company where he just like delivered food for like pharmaceutical companies and hospitals. Uh, and so he just all day, he would just put food in his car and drive two hours. He was in like LA and LA mm-hmm. traffic is terrible. So he'd just like drive hours to drop off food and then go back and pick some more up. And then he heard he was in Hamilton and he just went, he just like didn't go back to, to the job until he was doing his taxes and he had lost the tax form he had gotten no. from oh, the company dear. and had to call them back and be like, Hey guys, uh, can you send me the tax forms? And apparently they were cool about and it. And they were right. like, can you send us tickets to Hamilton? <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't think it was big enough at that point. You guys, I think, you guys I think hear that were, it costs $10,000 to get tickets now? Yeah, it's insane. Well, I mean, th- th- I, I would love if Lin-Manuel just like after that month's over, he's like, nah, I'm staying. Oh my God. It's, it's fine. Oh, I'll be here oh, for another right, two years. He's, he's quitting. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's why the price has gotten soaring right. because he's so leaving is, the next is month. So uh, is his understudy going to be the main Hamilton now? Or is, or is Hamilton so, going to yeah. stop? No, 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 it's going to keep going. Hamilton yeah. will not stop for the next 20 years. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding? Yeah. That's do you, think, do you Le- think they'll just slowly rotate the cast? As needed, yeah. yeah. Les Miserables is still running at the West End. It's like and never stopped. Has it as never it stopped running? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, and it's like Rent had like a 10-year run or something. Yeah. With mostly the same cast the whole time, but like a few substitutions here and Adele there. Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. Yeah. 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 I learned that, I, I learned a thing about that story actually. Oh, yeah? Um, that in fact, John Travolta is dyslexic. Oh, um, and so like him, re- he, he. I mean, just, is like, he really, or does he say he is? Well, I mean, that was what the a person told me. I didn't look mm-hmm. into it, but it makes that the whole like internet mockery of him like a little sadder, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you're making fun of a dyslexic person who was really nervous on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I don't know. Did you did you guys ever see uh, Travolta as your name? I did. Yeah. yeah. What was yours? Do I you don't remember? remember. No, my first name was Shannon. I don't remember the rest of us. That's wonderful. Shannon <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can be a guy's name. <clears throat> yeah. It's one of those like yeah. ambiguous names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Kelly. Yeah. Kelly's a guy, by like the way, Tom. in case that wasn't a yeah, yeah, the yeah, three of us are homosexuals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can even make it through the <laughs> <I> word. <laughs> that, was, that is the subtext we have yeah. been laying down. Yeah. We've, we've been laying down this whole time? Yeah, we've been. Uh, look at this. Is why Did you hear Simon yawn as he got up? Oh, that's true. He's mm. a sleepy little boy. Yeah, stretch it out, man. Yeah. Stretch it out. You a tired boy? Oh, my mm. back hurts. You he's like a bicycle. Fun of my disability. Oh, he's like a bicycle because he's too tired. Oh man, damn girl, are you a bicycle? Because I want to sit on you and be uncomfortable after. Guys, you can go to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/discussion <laughs> and pledge any amount of money that you want per month. Uh, and if you do that, you'll actually be part of our brand new exclusive content program where once a month we will put out some exclusive content for you guys in video format, which is going to be exciting. Video format? Video format. You get to see what our faces are like. Specifically, you get to see what Simon's face is like, because mm-hmm. you can already find our faces on on like YouTube videos. That's true. Simon's I, not really in a lot Simon's of YouTube Simon's harder to find on YouTube videos. I mean, I'm on your Snapchats all the time. Yeah. Are you, though? Yeah. You're in a handful of YouTube videos. We mostly blur out your yeah, face. Yeah, that's true. A handful. A handful. Specifically two. Two? Yeah. You ate some peppers? Did you come on twice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I wanted to be in Tim's music video, but he didn't let me. Which music video? Boo. The Hotline Bling one. Oh, well, I already, I already had a dancing bird. What were you going to do? I was going to be another dancing bird. Oh. That's true. We, we should have set that up better. Yeah, because yeah, I told you, like, hey, I could, I can dance. I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, no, I've already got Tom. Uh, well, You I mean, should have just messaged me and been like, hey, I'm coming over to also do that. Yeah, but, like, I didn't want to impose... Yeah, fair enough. Next time you should impose. All right. <laughs> uh, speak for yourself. Simon is a much better dancer than me. That's true. I'm Although a, his body is less silly than mine. I so. mean, I mean a dance show <laughs> yeah. for the Fringe Festival, and I was invited to perform at a at a dance fundraiser. Yeah, but if any so. part of that video had been good, it might not have worked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Can you dance badly on purpose? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's helpful. That's good. To I know. have I have this one move that I naturally developed, which is like I'm I'm not that lanky. I'm like a little lanky, and it makes me look three times lankier. It's pretty great. Okay. Can you do that thing where you get down low and you keep your head perfectly still while flailing all of your limbs? I probably could. It's really fun to watch. 
Mm. I probably could. Well, if you guys want to watch Simon do some flaily dance moves, <laughs> go to, go to patreon.com slash up for discussion, pledge money to us, and uh, join our exclusive content program. You can also check out Simon's fringe show, Coffee Erotica. Uh, do you have dates memorized? Uh, no, but you can go to coffee-erotica. Whoa, dear. What'd you do, Tom? What'd you do? I laid an egg. <laughs> oh, man. Was it the moon? Yes, and now there is tidal waves happening in the studio. Yes, and I am dying in the flood. You can go to coffee-erotica.com or you can look us up on Facebook, Coffee Erotica Fringe 2016. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we're going to be on the like 11th, 12th, 13th, and then 15th, 17th, and 19th. Uh, I forget the specific times. It's all the different times. But if you're near or around Montreal, you should totally come. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you have a fringe, then go to the show. Yeah. There's a ton of fringe shows that I'm really, really excited about. If you guys liked the uh, the TV series Fringe, uh, come to the Montreal Fringe Festival. Yeah. it's um, J.J. Abrams will be there. It's uh, it's all the same thing as the show. <laughs> all, in fact, all the shows, all the fringe shows are just plays of different episodes if you watch them all in succession you get the full content of the tv show lost yes (laughs) wow it's pretty great yeah it's pretty great i'd I'd watch it well so uh yeah thanks for listening good times brother go to patreon.com slash up for discussion give us your money hey brother Follow us at Down With Talking at acapella science at No The Other Simon. At Tom Zalatnay. And remember, guys. At Down With Talking. You can't lead a horse to water without breaking a few geese. <laughs> Master bus. <laughs> <laughs>